0: Hi, friends. Welcome to the Black Girl Business Bar podcast. I'm your host, Khalida Dubose. This podcast is all about helping you as a woman of color increase your sales, overcome your mindset blocks, and giving you the practical information that you need to thrive in your business and life. Today, I have an extra special treat. I'm sharing a conversation that I had with a woman named Christine Gallimore-Wright. I met her in the Black Girl Business Bar community over on Facebook. And so one Friday, a couple of weeks ago, Christine asked me to sit in for her partner who at the last moment couldn't make it to their weekly radio broadcast. And so I thought, you know what? Why not? Sometimes those last minute conversations are where you get some really good stuff happening. And I think this was one of them. Christine actually is asking me to explain a post that she saw inside of the Black Girl Business Bar community where I was writing about my recipe for powerful and confident selling the recipe that I've just kind of come up with for myself and some of the pieces that I think have been really important to me really feeling confident when I sell, when I have conversations, when I'm showing up with visibility, when I'm writing my content and everything that goes into my sales process. I think that sometimes when we are thinking about strategy and how to get something done in our business, it can be really hard to pick up on the subtleties of what is really going to move the needle. And so I think this is one of those conversations where you've probably heard me say a lot of this stuff, but hopefully this time you'll pick up on some of the subtle things like what really has moved the needle for me. And You'll find that it's been a little bit of strategy and a whole lot of mindset. So take a listen and let me know what you think.
1: Good evening, everyone. Welcome to my co-host. It's been it in for Jose today on the Mortgage 101 show. Today we have with us Ms. Kalita Dubois. <laughs> okay. And uh, she's a business mentor specializing in sales for women of color with their online business. She helps them to overcome Mind blocks and limiting beliefs and more, okay, so that they could show up and start thriving, start the thriving businesses, okay, Kalita. So, uh, my name is Christine Gallimore, right? And this is the positive radio show 106.9 with Auntie Donna Corn Collar. It's 106.9 on YouTube. Okay, and so Khalida, you could uh, give us uh, a little more background about yourself.
0: All right, thank you so much for having me, Christine. Um, As Christine said, my name is Khalida, and I am, as she said, a business coach, business mentor. Um, I like to use them both interchangeably. Um, But yes, I work with women of color in the online space, typically women who have uh, service-based businesses. I actually do work with some people offline as well. And uh, I'm just very passionate about helping, in particular, women of color learn how to thrive in their businesses, which typically starts with learning how to sell, you know, show up powerfully, be very confident in what they're doing so that they can have a thriving business, a thriving life, you know, leave behind a beautiful legacy, and start impacting the communities that they're in.
1: Perfect. Okay. So for today, um, I know you you made a post, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was a very interesting post in your group. You could tell, you know, everybody the name of your group if they interested to join you.
0: Yes, on Facebook, I just started a community For women of color, business owners, uh, so that we can support each other, learn from each other, find our clients, you know, serve each other. And that group is called the Black Girl Business Bar.
1: Perfect. The Black Girl Business Bar. (laughs) It doesn't involve no drinking, right?
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) How did you come up with that name? (laughs) It's more like, you know, come get you know how like you go to like a breakfast bar and then it's like you okay. can pick and choose what you need it's kind of it was kind of with that that idea in mind. you know it's named after my podcast so
1: oh, okay great and you do have a podcast right i do the black girl business bar podcast mm-hmm. yeah okay <laughs> great so i started falling back okay so um i'm gonna ask you a few questions and uh you could help me out with this sure Okay. Um, the post that you had was on powerful and confident selling. Yes. Right. And uh, you were asking on um, which of the ingredients you know we're lacking. You had um, four ingredients. The first one was asking powerful questions. Mm. The second to utilize your strength. Third, celebrate progress. The fourth maintain a healthy mindset. And do you remember what my answer was?
0: I think you said you need a little bit of all of them if I'm not <laughs> definitely I'm not I thinking. need
1: I definitely need a little bit of both. Okay. So all right. So you know if you could just um extend uh, you know what you what do you mean by asking powerful questions or audience?
0: Yeah, for sure. I would love to. So yeah, I did create this post. It's kind of funny because I was just sitting around, you know, and thinking, you know, what are, what are kind of the ingredients, you know? So I put a recipe for powerful and confident selling and I was just thinking about it, you know, like what are the things that I do when I'm feeling very confident um, and powerful and what are the things that make me feel that way? And you know, how does that relate to my selling? And so asking powerful questions was where I started because I think any, at any point in your life, whether we're talking about having a sales conversation in your business um, or talking to your team in your business or just even anything in your own personal life, it really starts with powerful questions. So if you need to make any changes in your life, instead of putting the onus out there to everybody else in the world or everything else in the world and saying, I don't like this, or I feel like this happened to me. Right. So something's happening to you or something stopping you from doing right. It's instead kind of turning that around and empowering yourself. And that's why I call it a powerful question, empowering Mm -hmm. yourself to say, you know, to ask yourself the question, what is it about this situation that I don't like? That's the first question. You know, if you were in, if, if we're talking about, you know, for example, being in a situation that you don't like or if you're in this you know for instance in a sales conversation you and you don't understand you know what your ideal audience needs you know you have to ask a powerful question to yourself first before you can even start asking them questions right (laughs) is there an example of a, a really good powerful
1: question that you
0: could put out there so, yeah, let me think, let me think of one like an, a very good power, because honestly, like the, the the power is going to be in like the situation. So whatever the situation right. is, yes.
1: and perfect. then you
0: ask a question that would be powerful. And here's the thing about powerful questions is not that you just stop at one, but it's like, really, I like to think about it, what's the next best question for me to ask that's powerful, that doesn't well, end in a kind of a yes or no. Right. So you've heard in school, they were always like ask open-ended questions, even to yourself. So for me, a powerful question that I would ask myself, for instance, at business, if I was trying to teach like a client, something, I would say, what does my client need to hear from me on this subject? Yes. Or what does my audience really need to hear from me? Or I could even ask, I could flip that question and say, what is my audience, what does my audience keep saying to me that I need to address? Why? Because a lot of people will say, I just don't know what to talk about. And it's, you know, when I hear a client say that, then I kind of walk them through, okay, well, then we need to start listening so we can ask powerful questions.
1: Great, great. (laughs) All right. Okay. So the next next ingredient (laughs) will be utilizing your strength. Okay. You want to um, expand
0: on that expand? a little bit? Sure. Yeah. So we all have strengths, right? I'm 100% sure there's not a human on this planet who doesn't have a strength. Um, okay. And I think what happens is a lot of people just don't recognize their own strengths.
1: Sure. sure. And
0: they, they tend to overlook them and this can happen for a myriad of reasons but people forget about what their strengths are or they're just not very aware of what their strengths are. And so as this relates to like sales, like selling or being confident, you utilizing your strengths. Um, you know, I added this as an ingredient because I think that when we take something that we're already good at or that we've worked hard at, because you don't have to, you know, your strengths aren't all just the things that were given to you by God, right? right. They're things that you've worked hard at. When you take something that you have worked hard at, then things become a little bit more easy for, for instance, the person that you're trying to help. So in the case of me being a business coach, if I know that my strength is talking to people, yes, then why would I not talk to people?
1: Exactly. Right? Exactly. If, or
0: Let's just say your strength is talking to a group of people and then somebody else's strength is talking to one, you know, one to one. Mm -hmm. utilize what you have instead of trying to be the person who can talk to a group if you're just the person who's really like that's your real strong point those one-to-one connections so it's just really this is more an exercise in like recognizing where you're good and then doubling down on that if you will
1: okay um is it safe to say that if you like would go out there and try to do something that you know you're not good at Or, you know, that's not your strength point if you try to do that. Are you setting
0: yourself up for failure? No, definitely not. So because we always have to try new things, right? That's the way that we grow. That's the way we discover new talents, new zones of genius. And that's why I like to emphasize that it's not just what God gives us. Like some people are really fast runners, right? Yes. But does that mean that they should never try walking, right? Just because they can (laughs) or like... You know, some people are really great at one thing, but it doesn't mean that they shouldn't try something else, like what, whatever the opposite of that thing is, right? Right. I would say that when you're trying something new, for instance, like let's say you've always been like a great conversationalist. We'll, we'll keep with our example. And you like to have one-to-one conversations, and then you start an online business. Okay. Right? You're so new at an online business, but you're still bringing your strengths with you. So while you're in that online business, use those strengths. So every new thing that you do, figure out how to apply the strengths that you already have and it to make the new thing easy. If that makes sense.
1: Yes, certainly. Easier. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because my thing is that, uh, you know, doing something that you love mm-hmm. doesn't make it seem like hard work.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, that's, that's, that's my takeaway something that you're passionate about and you, you get in it, you just say for instance sales mm-hmm. or any other field that you're passionate about and you get in it, I think um you you will excel better, you will do well. Do you think that's a that's a good thought?
0: Yeah, I certainly think that when you're when there's something that you love, that you tend to pour more of yourself into it. Right. It's not necessarily that that thing's easier, believe it or not. (laughs) It's just just that you love it. And so you're willing to put up with a certain level of discomfort around it, you know, because somebody else could. I mean, the reason why I work with sales with women is because most women that I have met, I'm not going to say all women because I don't like to just blanketly say everybody. But most women that I have met, even some of the most brilliant women tell me I do not like having sales conversations. I do not yeah. like, you know, selling in my business. And um, that's typically just because they don't understand it. And let's just say I teach them how to sell in their business. I'm not saying that it, there, it's going to be the thing that they love. It may still be something that, you know, is a little bit difficult for them, but they yeah. learn how to do it because there's a means to an end. It's something that exactly. they need to do. But you're, you're certainly right. When you love something, you're willing to pour a little bit more into it. And so it, it just, there's a perception that it's easier
1: okay good thanks galita all right so Mm -hmm. the other ingredient is uh maintain a healthy mindset
0: yes maintain a healthy mindset so i think (laughs) yeah we skipped sell it let's let's go with celebrate (laughs) Celebrate progress progress. first (laughs) (laughs) just because i think it kind of might lead into it right
1: (laughs) Um, okay good Celebrate celebrate progress.
0: Right, right. So tell me how you feel when you're able to celebrate something that's awesome. Tell me how that makes you feel.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm walking on cloud nine. Right, right. Exactly. Uh, You know, I I feel such a sense of accomplishment. You know, even if it's a minute task, a small thing, and I was able to, you know, accomplish it right and uh to the end is i'm I'm the type of person i i tend to you know be adventurous and i tend mm-hmm. to take a, you know hard tasks in, in my other job <laughs> you know I, I used to train you know mm-hmm. the, the, the agents new agents mm-hmm. and it's there is one there was one i was in the airline industry there's one airline <laughs> where we were contractors for one of the airline and they were so antiquated they didn't have a, a computer system set up or nothing we'd have to do everything manually by oh, hand man. All the calculator we used to do the counted everything manually and you know what happened <laughs> they used to come and stock every flight that we used to have the flights like 20 da, 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 like 20 flights. what did they do you, when i when i get in i used to say a stock of follow over there every flight on my desk they said leave it over there Chris. christine will get it done Right. But, you know, they see it as a challenge, but I, I enjoyed it. I yeah. enjoyed doing, you know, <laughs> you know difficult things.
0: Exactly. Right. And then imagine like you do something very difficult um, and then your best friend comes and she's like, girl, let's, let me, let's go out. I'm going to take you shopping. I'm going to buy yeah. you whatever you love, like shoes or just even a great cup of coffee or a meal, or I just want to celebrate with you. Let's go to a spa. Yeah, so you you know how that feeling is, right? Everybody yes. knows what it feels like to do something and then celebrate, exactly. right? But yeah. what we what we typically overlook, especially um, women in business, I would say people in general, but I would definitely say women in business, and then like to mm-hmm. take that even drill it down even further, women of color.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We are so used to only celebrating when it's something monumental. Oh, right. So we wait until like it's this big thing, this big thing or we've accomplished this big task. Right. So it's like you starting your business and your business made a thousand dollars and it's like, oh, well, nobody's talking about making a thousand dollars online. I'll just wait. And then you wait until you like make your first fifty thousand dollars in a year or your first hundred thousand dollars. And that could take Mm -hmm. a couple of years, quite honestly. So you've spent a couple of years not celebrating that thousand dollars that you made. And then the next month making $1,200, you know, like
1: exactly
0: what I mean here for powerful, you know, powerful selling. It's not so much that you're going to get into a conversation. You're going to tell people about what you did and that's how you're going to celebrate yourself. What I mean is, is you have to be in the habit of celebrating yourself Mm -hmm. because what celebration does is it gets you to the next step. Sure. Right. So your brain is set up to. Um, it wants dopamine, right? Your yes. brain—that's the brain's reward. That's the brain's chocolate. It's like, yes. okay, what what can I do to get my chocolate, <laughs> right? Right. And then, if you just keep withholding it, right? If you just keep withholding it and withholding it, and withholding it, all of a sudden you start being like, well, why can't I get anything done? Why can't I? Why don't I feel like I ever like accomplish anything? Right. right. It's because you've been accomplishing all along, but you didn't celebrate. You didn't like stop and attune your. Your, your awareness to, hey, I accomplished this. This is so great. And when I say yeah. celebrate, I just mean something like, you know, verbally saying to yourself, good job. Like I make a joke, um, and I just talked about this on my podcast. I have like a nickname for myself. And every time I'm celebrating myself, I say my nickname, and I'm like, good job, you know, and then I <laughs> <laughs> say the nickname. Right. And I get so tickled inside. Like I have like this little tickle in my stomach because it's kind of funny. It's like, you know, and I'm celebrating myself and and what has happened over time is anytime I do something that, you know, is small, but it's gonna get me to a bigger goal. Yeah, I've just learned to be like, that's so great. You know, you've exactly. done this. This is amazing. And what what it's really helped me do is sleep better at night because I don't yeah. like worry about the to-do list. I call it an um, action list. Yeah. I don't worry about my action list. I don't worry like, did I get everything done? I feel very Um, I appreciate myself for where I am and what I did in the day. And then that ends up showing up in my cells because I can, because I've taken the time to recognize myself for doing something, I don't forget what I've done so easily.
1: Yeah, good. And And so when
0: I'm sitting with somebody, I can, yeah, I can, I can go into that.
1: Yeah, that to-do list is, you know.
0: (laughs) Right. It is It is my. The (laughs) to-do list. I feel like to-do lists are like a way that we punish ourselves because we don't think we're doing enough. Right. Okay. <laughs> so you mean that I've been punishing myself all day? <laughs> try this, try celebrating yourself. Like literally every single day before oh you, you get up from your desk, you know, say something that like, congratulations, you did this. Right. And I, I guarantee you over time, if you let, if you do this in a conscious way, I guarantee you over time, what you'll start to do is, first of all, you will stop creating to-do lists that are impossible to complete. Oh, yes. <laughs> right? So Like
1: priority, high priority. And- right. It's like
0: you'll put one thing on your to-do list. If you just put one thing on your to-do list, mm-hmm. you will get that thing done, right? Or maybe you'll get half of it done, but at least it's half done. When you put seven things on your to-do list in a, in a day, then half a the thing gets done and you feel like, oh my God, I didn't do anything. You ah, go into this spiral okay. about how bad, you know, of a business owner or a mom or whatever you're trying to get done.
1: Right, right. You know,
0: and and then so your inner self is always listening, right? Yeah. So oh, I didn't accomplish what I needed to accomplish. And I'm telling you, like, we're talking about sales. I know that. The post was about sales. Yeah. But the reason why I put these is because then a woman has to sit in front of her client, right? Because my mm-hmm. group is for women. Right. And she's going to show up in an energy of, I failed... I'm never celebrating myself. Um, I don't know what my strengths are, right? So that's why these ingredients are here, right? right? These all happen outside of the sales conversation, and then you kind of show up in this energy.
1: Okay. Hmm. Interested. Right.
0: Good. Yeah. Because <laughs> what I started doing really is like
1: I I leave off like the appointments mm-hmm. <laughs> on the to, to the list. I leave, I leave that off. I have a different <laughs> list for appointments. Mm-hmm. you know so i i don't you know so it might seem a little less for me right sometimes you know the my clients they don't show up
0: <laughs> Of course.
1: right so and uh you know i have to like take take them off or try to reschedule
0: mm-hmm. so
1: i i realized that's a total different ball game than the to-do list
0: yeah it's like to do for me i have like you know, like I said, I call mine an action list. So my action list is typically like I have specific actions that I have to take every week. Right. Mm -hmm. And those are usually around my business. So I have sales actions that I take every single week. I know what they are and I know what day and time they're going to happen. Okay. Okay. So whether that's creating the podcast, going live on Facebook, um, I have specific days that I take sales calls because I have to protect my energy. I know I can't take a sales call all week. Right. Because I have to work mm-hmm. with clients too. And then I have mm-hmm. specific days that I work with clients. And so it's like those are that is my to do list right now. There might be something personal that I have to do like, OK, I need to make it to a doctor's appointment. And that's on my list. Um, anytime I have to like step away from my desk and do something else. So, for instance, like any kind of errands outside, mm-hmm. that becomes what I'm doing for the day. If something else happens within my business, that is a bonus that i definitely i'm so ridiculous i'm like highlighting it like look what i did today <laughs> i got all this done you know and so i know right. it sounds yeah i know it sounds crazy but i have an action list and then i have a done list and um, um and i literally write everything on my done list i go to the gym every single morning and i write that i went to the gym every single morning and i highlight it it's just i don't know it just gives me like i automatically feel like okay you've accomplished <laughs> Something
1: you're dopamine, (laughs)
0: right? Me and my sister have this joke. We're like, Did you make your bed? You know, (laughs) then you accomplished something today.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I was watching. Yeah, I was watching this um, show. It's a um, like a DIY show with some ladies, Mm -hmm. of course. Ladies, and it's (laughs) one of the, um, I think it was the mom, I think it's like a mom and daughter show. And the the mom always like, Oh, no to self, (laughs) you know, let's pick up, you know, some. Two by four. Pick up some windows. Note to self. And I'm like, okay, right, right. His daughter always teasing her. <laughs> Note to self.
0: Yeah, I mean, we do that, and I, I think it's just like um, it. It really does sound kind of funny when you're not in the habit. So for anybody out there who's listening, and they're like, okay, this girl's on one. I I, I swear I'm not on one. I'm like the least corny person. If anything's corny, I'm like rolling my my eyes, but. <laughs> I will be honest, like it, it, it really snowballs on itself when you yeah. learn how to just celebrate progress, recognize when you've done something. And I never used to, I, it used to be so hard for me to understand when people would say, if you don't do it first, then another person can't do it. So for instance, if you don't know how to love yourself, another person can't. Okay. I'd be like, what does that even mean? Like, I know what it means, like consciously, but like, what does that mean deeply? Right. And I, and I get it. Like when. Now I can understand it because it's like if, when you celebrate yourself, you don't really need other people to. If they do, that's right. great because you you have friends and family. But when sure. you're always right. And then another thing, too, is when people do come to celebrate you, you know how to receive it. Yeah. You know, because that's Cause another you, thing that you I experienced
1: see. it already for you, within yourself.
0: <laughs> right. And a lot of women of color and I'm just speaking to women of color because I am one. Yeah, but and because I know men also struggle with this a lot too. I have a ton of brothers, but when you can't, if when you're not, you know, like giving yourself the compliment, or when you're not like celebrating yourself, it is very hard to get that from somebody else, right? Because right. you haven't convinced yourself that you deserve that yet. So yeah. and sometimes
1: sometimes nice it's hard for you to even receive a compliment mm-hmm. that you get in.
0: Right, and so yeah. for anybody out there who. Is like what do they mean by this like a simple uh way to check in with yourself to see if this is you is just to ask you know like think about the last time somebody complimented you and think about how you felt in your body yeah like you might have felt like you kind of recoiled or you felt like you were blushing all over or you got a little bit tingly everybody's body's different
1: yeah um
0: but i used to feel like that i used to feel like i was i had like a full body blush when somebody oh. would compliment me I, you know and now it is it is becoming so much easier for me to say thank you yeah. and i get that it's i get that same tickled feeling yeah. right i'm like thank it's, you so much yeah. i appreciate that you know yeah yeah right.
1: yeah you know what i used to think like if someone oh, you know would you know tell me a good job and all that i would say to myself mm. Are they really like or they're making a mockery of me, you know? Because it's you know, especially you know, when you're working at a, a corporation,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: just think that okay, this is the task and you should do it. And you don't think that somebody coming and you know, telling you good job. You don't I didn't think that they was say, you know, re- real about it.
0: Mm-hmm. I think they might
1: be mocking me or something. That's how I felt years ago.
0: Right. Yeah. And you're not you're not alone mm-hmm. in that. I mean and you're you're definitely not alone in that. I used to have the same exact thought. Like, did they really mean that? Like, even for a beat, I would take a beat and be like, did they really mean that? You know, and then I would, what I would do is I would just excuse it and be like, okay, whatever. I mean, that wasn't that big of a deal. It was so easy for you. Yeah. So it was literally like me putting myself down. Right. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's exactly, you know. You know. i right, come yeah. to realize later. <laughs> right. And that now when somebody... Exactly. And now when somebody's like, that's a great job, I'm like, oh, thank you. I really appreciate it. And I just accept it. It doesn't matter if somebody, I mean, it's actually kind of crazy to think that like somebody might go out of their way to lie to you about it being a good job. Right. So just accept it, you know, and then like claim it for yourself. Like, yeah, I did. I worked as hard as I could. I did my very best. And that Mm. was the very best that this version of me could do. So
1: exactly, we're
0: going with it, you know.
1: (laughs) There we go. Thank, thanks, Lita. Okay. <laughs> Again, I just want to, Um, we have one more ingredient, right? It's maintain
0: yeah. a healthy
1: mindset.
0: Right. So this yeah. kind of like, you know, maintaining a healthy mindset. I think a lot of people, especially when you get online, you just hear everything about mindset and you need to check your mindset. And I actually think there's a lot of mindset shaming, which I really hate <laughs> because... Right typically people who are struggling with their mind quote unquote mindset are people who are traumatized, Yeah, you know? So it's almost like kicking somebody while they're down. And even if somebody was up, you wouldn't kick them. (laughs) So (laughs) um, I really don't like marketing that tells you to stop or you need to, it feels very disempowering. Right. So Um. when I talk about, you know, maintaining a healthy mindset, I like to think about it in the analogy of like, sorry guys I you know it's always sports or exercise with me but I think of it in an analogy of like offense or defense right so we're human beings and we're going to play both and so a lot of people will spend time once they get to a place in their life where they just kind of get sick of things being the way they are they'll spend some time Mm -hmm. doing personal growth personal development and so that's where people start to dip into okay this mindset thing you know what's what's all this mindset stuff about And I I really feel like a lot of people out in the online space, when they're saying, stop doing this and start doing that, or your mindset needs to be checked, kind of always see those people as like being in the beginning of their journey. And that's why they're still kind of mindset shaming because they haven't gotten over that part yet. Really, what I what I like to do, what I like to think about is when I'm helping clients through this, is developing a set of practices that are your offense, right? And offense Mm -hmm. is the are the things that you do in any conditions when things are great mm-hmm. and, and then you keep those when things are getting bumpy or when they're really terrible right this is your mm-hmm. offense and this is mainly so that things don't ever really take a nosedive you don't want your mental health to you know most of us have been like in a really bad place and then we we pulled ourselves back up okay. and we started healing and so you never really want to get back to that place again right so you have to develop a set of Um, mindset practices for maintenance. Uh Um, And so I like to think of that as like my offset, my offense. So I never get to this bad place. And so to give you an example of that, my mindset practices that are kind of like my offense would be Mm -hmm. things like, you know, as boring as it it sounds, going to bed on time,
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh,
0: hydrating, exercising, right? Because I know these things affect me now. Somebody else might be different, right? So they might have different, and when I say exercising, I mean, like, maybe my daily gym time, but I also really like to walk at, in the evenings by myself. Um, I'll take my sister every once in a while, but I really like to walk by myself. I like to have a lot of alone time, right? That's a mindset. That's something that I do for myself. Give myself time away from listening to anybody, any podcast, anything. Just quiet, right? It, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's something that you can do, um, like, offense. Offense could also be, like, you know, having a, day, a daily meditation practice, you know, et cetera. Defense, because we all, you know, we, we're we all human beings. And sometimes we will get to that point where we let our mindset, you know, or our mind degrade a little bit. So defense would be like, you know, I didn't go to bed on time and I stayed up watching Netflix. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay.
0: It's 11 o'clock at night or let, let's say not even Netflix. It's social media, right? Social media is what gets me. All of a sudden I start comparing myself to somebody and I start like just spiraling. I'm getting the imposter syndrome. Oh my God, I can't be like her. She started at the same time as me. Why aren't my cells doing this? Or why, why, why doesn't my social media look like that? Or why don't I have what she has yet? Or she has this because she has this condition. She has privilege. Right. So it's in a no dive right now. And so for me, I also have practices that I would do to just like pull myself back from that edge. If that uh- makes sense.
1: Right? Yeah, so be Yeah. I
0: might do some I might sit up at that point if I'm laying down in the bed with my phone
1: mm-hmm.
0: and close social media. <laughs> Take a couple deep breaths, drink some water. I like to do what I say call, you know, change your position, you know. Um and then typically I would like do a body scan, ask myself like what's the real issue is, right? Cuz it's never what we think. And then just like listen. Like, unjudgmental, listen to myself, listen to what it has to say, and um, and then just try to, like, feel that and deal with it, you know? Like, sometimes mm-hmm. it's just having a conversation with yourself.
1: Yeah. Instead
0: of, like, rushing yourself through, um, like, no, you shouldn't feel like that. Well, psh, don't, you know, once again yelling at yourself, like, well, don't feel that way or stop doing that and you won't feel this way. We've had enough of that in our lives, right? It doesn't right. work. So just really being gentle with yourself, taking some deep breaths. Yes calming your nervous system down first before you ask yourself what's going on, figuring it out. And chances are you won't even think about the comparison five minutes from now because that's not what was really going on, right? It's just where you spiraled to. So does that make sense?
1: Yes, it does. Right. So you say, oh, but all these ingredients, okay, what would be the final, you know, product? How do you describe it? But I know we have ingredients. You know, think about baking a cake, right? <laughs> you know, making a drink. So, what would be you know that the final in, you know product?
0: Right. So the So the final product is kind of like if you look at this post in reverse. So you ask your powerful questions, right? You're doing this throughout. You're doing this throughout your day. You're doing this to yourself. You might be you might be asking powerful questions to your clients, your customers. Um, asking powerful questions to your family, you know, anybody who's supporting you, you will be utilizing your strengths, not only in just your business, but in your life. Like, what are you really good at? In my family, I'm really good at um, cheerleading, right? Like if somebody's sad or really feeling down on themselves, I'm really good at getting people to see what they've done and not to be so hard on themselves, right? Okay. Um so you're using you're utilizing this in your life. I love to bring things into a business setting, but really when I work with women, my goal is always for them to learn how to learn tools in their business that they're also going to be applying to their lives, right? Mm-hmm. And also for them to bring tools that they're already really great at in their lives into their business. So then you'll be celebrating your progress. This is another ingredient.
1: Yeah.
0: Um and that's really going to help your energy. It's going to help you to be able to receive. That's the key here, right? Mm. And then you're maintaining this healthy mindset, right? You know how to pull yourself back. You're a human being. Don't think that you can go to the gym once and have an awesome body. Don't think that you can take medicine once and then that's it, right? You, you <laughs> no. might need <be> it. <laughs> right. So it's a progress. <laughs> right. It's a progress. It's something that we have to keep up. Just like you get a client, you work through things with that client, that client might move on, that client might resign with you, but it's going to be a continuous process, right? So you do all these things, you're, you're maintaining these things and you're getting good at them and you're practicing and that your cake at the end of all of that is your powerful and confident selling, right? So it's that. almost like you have to look at it reverse, right? So it's like, right. Right. So, yes. so I would say like, I understand that this can be like a little intangible for somebody listening to this, especially if yeah. you're not exposed to any of this at, at any time. But right. this is exactly what I work on with women in my practice, so that if a woman in my practice looked at this, she would know exactly what I'm talking about after working with me for several months. She'd be wow. like, oh, I get it. Okay, yeah, this is what we've been working on. Because I'll take them through, like, practical steps that apply to their business yeah. or their life, and we'll and I'll say, okay, well, let's do this. It's time for us to learn how to ask these powerful questions, right? Until the, she gets to a point where it's, like, second nature for her. Or she catches herself asking a disempowering question and learns how to replace it with a powerful question. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh Where she, and then when you get to this point, I think that you just start to show up. However, your energy is, you might be like a calm person, right? Somebody told me the other day, like, you have a calm, you know, personality, but you're very powerful. Right. So I like to think of myself as, yeah, I'm pretty calm. I have a pretty soft voice. Even right now, I'm pushing my voice out quite a bit. (laughs) Same here. Right. It's like, you know, but yeah, I feel very confident, right? I feel confident. It's okay that I'm kind of introverted. It's okay that I don't know everything. It's okay that whatever, whatever I am today, that's okay. Right? And so, um, yeah, that's what this particular post is getting at. is like, let's work on these things so that when you're showing up and you want to sell, because sell, selling is a really big topic, right? That's mm-hmm. a really huge topic yeah. for women. And there's so much mindset stuff that goes on there. And there's so many things that we're kind of throwing up in our own way as roadblocks, you know? Yeah. So. You, you
1: know what I come across? Because, you know, my business is in insurance and mortgage. Mm-hmm. And uh <clears throat> There's a lot of men, you know, female in insurance mm-hmm. more uh, more than women in in my te- on my team, and uh, the men are doing better than the women, and I've seen some posts and you know some stuff that some women been writing. They're saying that they don't know why they're not doing as well as the men. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they're following the same procedure. So is there anything that you know you could shed some you know,
0: light on? Yeah. <laughs> right. So typically um I would say that is exactly probably what the problem is that they're that you are a woman and they are men mm-hmm. and you're trying to take a model that potentially is had men in mind when it was created mm-hmm. and you're trying to apply it as a woman, right? Oh. And even though women have like a masculine energy and a feminine energy and men have a masculine energy and a feminine energy, and that's not like super important to this conversation. um, There's still going to be a way that women do things. And I'll tell you this, I used to coach crowdfunding and I would say the vast majority of crowdfunding campaigns were by men. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: But the crowdfunding campaigns that were by women were vastly more successful than the ones that were by men. So what that told me, you know, we started asking ourselves, you know, why, why is that? I started asking myself, why is why is this? And what I really came to the conclusion was, was it's because when you crowdfund and you're trying to really put your dreams out there and everything like that, women were able to connect more on an emotional level. They were able to share their stories more Okay. Right, so they were able to come from like a more um, feminine energy, which is kind of like a flow, right? Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like men were really great at putting together the campaign and telling you all the cold hard facts and like the features of something, right? Right,
1: right. Which
0: is the masculine energy? It's the container. It's the you know the setup that you need. They put all the pieces together, right? They could they could figure out like you know which emails need to go out and have all that kind of stuff, like all the strategy, right? And so I think where women really can do well at is learning how to harness like their energy. And and what I mean by energy is not, you know, some invisible thing that's emanating off of you, but, (laughs) but I kind of do mean that a little bit. Right. (laughs) It's just that when you show up, right. And somebody said this, I can't remember who, and I'm sure many people have said it, but I heard this recently and it really, really resonated with me because I found it to be very true when I'm writing copy Mm -hmm no matter what that copy is about, if I had, you see this, uh, this post that we've been talking about during this broadcast, it literally says recipe for powerful and confident selling. And then it has four like ingredients listed. Right. Okay. And at the top of that post, cause it's a Facebook post, it says, which ingredient do you need to add more of? I'm simply asking you a question, which is a powerful question, by the way. Yeah. Right. Because it got, it got people to respond and tell me, right? Yeah. So if I could have, like, that's not, you know, that's not like this dynamic, oh my god, this post is like fire, right? But it yeah. did, but it satisfied its need, right? It asked people questions so that I could interact with them. And so I think like when women are looking at their male counterparts, you know, you're in the same industry, and you're like, well, we're doing the same thing. How come they're not You know, it's because when men are men are doing it and they're showing up in a way where they believe like this is what I need to do. This is the questions I needed to ask, and it's gonna work out however it is, right? So they're showing up in a different energy, you know, long story short. That could that could potentially be it, you know? Okay. Right. So I know it's really it's (laughs) sometimes I feel like it's so intangible, but like you know, it's the best way I can explain it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that is very good, and I appreciate you, you know, coming on and shedding light on these topics. Because that there were when you post them, and I saw them, I'm like, okay, I started writing on some stuff. But then you explaining it to me, I realized (laughs) I wasn't even going down the same path that you were talking about.
0: But that's okay, actually. That's okay because your intuition, when it sees this, is going to guide you down a different path. To be honest with you, when I wrote this, I mean, I was pretty much on the same path because they are my thoughts, right? Yeah. But when I wrote this, I was probably writing this, like I said, my content usually is created a couple weeks in advance. Yeah. I was probably thinking about, you know, a conversation that I have with a client or a potential client um, and really seeing a theme pop up. Cause that's where a lot of my content comes from. Okay. And I was, you know, so I can't remember, it's been two weeks, you know, two or three weeks, but, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but no, I love that when somebody looks at my post, they're able to really just follow their own intuition and let you know you're, this question that was asked, wherever it took you, that's where you need it to be.
1: Okay.
0: Right. So good. yeah. <laughs> that is good. Always okay. happy to explain, but definitely don't uh, don't un- don't uh, underestimate like your voice telling you the thing you need to hear. Too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> great, great. And one more question. Sure. I mean, one of the many. Okay. Saying that, um, how would you advise someone, you know, who had started a business? And basically fail. Now, how would you advise them to at least, you know, turn themselves around, you know, get back up or try something new? Right, right. You know, or continue Mm -hmm. with whatever it is, saying that was their passion and they want to continue with it. But, Mm -hmm. you know, in the midst of that, it it failed. Mm -hmm. You know, what advice would you give that person?
0: Right. So, Clearly, I would want to know as a coach what that business was and what what the circumstances were. Okay. But keeping it general, you know, so that it applies to a lot of people, I would say my my biggest advice to that person would be, um, first, let's try to shift to not think about it as a failure, right? Oh, okay I know we might think it as a failure because it's not operational right now or it's not making yeah. money or there might not be a client or something like that, right? I would say first, you know, try your best to shift your mindset, you know, or shift your mind to thinking it's not a failure. Um, it's kind of on pause. I'm trying to figure it out. So like, think of it more curious and like an experimental phase. Right. I think mm-hmm. if you do that, just making that little shift, it, it automatically shifts your energy. Right. Okay. I'm really big on and I've been like this since I was a kid. Your inner self hears you. It hears you, right? You can't get away from yourself. You're, <laughs> Certainly <you're>, not. <laughs> right. <laughs> your inner self hears you. I've been fine for years. <laughs> right. And then, and just think about it like this. Like anytime somebody criticizes us, I don't care who you are or how like, you know, arrived you are. You, nobody likes to be criticized, right?
1: Yeah. Like,
0: I don't care how good your mindset practices are. You don't want to be criticized. It's, it's not the best way to get a good result from somebody mm. and then encourage them to keep showing up. And so Mm -hmm. it's very important to remember that we have to also not criticize ourselves in a way Mm. where we we just don't want to show up and it's happening silently. Nobody else can hear it, but we're doing that internally. So I would say make that my biggest advice is make that shift around. All right. I'm still passionate about this. It didn't fail. What happened was I did this, I experimented. And now I have like this vast amount of data that I just need to get through to to see what things I need to change this time around. Right. The second, the second piece of advice is, and it ties into our conversation beautifully, ask Mm -hmm. yourself some powerful questions. Yes. Some of those questions could include what would I do differently this time? What have I learned? I think it's very, (laughs) Yes. So I was a trained journalist at first. Right. And in college, we would put together these newspapers and everything. And I used to hate production day because then the next day after the newspaper came came out, we do a postmortem. Right. And a postmortem is like, okay, what's all the stuff that we did wrong (laughs) on the paper? Because it was, it was meant to teach us. Right. Yeah. So I don't want it to be that gloomy, but I, I do really like to look and say, okay, well, what are all the things that I learned? What are all the things that I would do differently? Right. And coming really coming at, yourself from a very curious standpoint, no judgment, no guilt, no shame, no blame, but just being like, Hey, I wonder like acting like this was somebody else's business that you're yeah. hired to help and asking like, okay, what are the things that worked and what didn't? And then I think the after asking those powerful questions and kind of pulling your mind together around what are some things that you even think went wrong or that you would do different? I think yes. the next step might be to figure out where you can get some support because I think when people fail, is typically around the area of not having support.
1: Great. If that makes sense. Great. Yes. Yeah.
0: So okay. people put it all on their, yeah. their selves, but you know, yeah, right? you deserve to be supported.
1: <laughs> great. I thank
0: you very much, Galita. You're welcome.
1: I'm gonna wrap up here and uh, you are welcome here anytime. <laughs> thank you so much, anytime. Christine. <laughs> very, very interested and informative you know conversation with you. Thank and you. uh what's the name of your group again? Let everybody know about. You. Yeah, so on
0: Facebook, if you're looking and you're a woman of color, you're a business owner of any kind, um you're welcome to join us, we're the Black Girl Business Bar on right. Facebook and okay. you can look at my podcast, it's the same name, Black Girl Business right. Bar podcast.
1: Black Girl <laughs> Business Bar. And remember, it's no drinking. <laughs> Nope. Just come <laughs> okay. take what you need. <laughs> okay, I thank you then and uh we'll talk soon. Thanks so much,
0: Christine. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. All right, friends. Thank you so much for hanging out and listening to this episode of the Black Girl Business Bar podcast. If you haven't already, hit that follow or subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. And if you found today's episode helpful, I would be honored if you would leave us a rating and a review over on Apple Podcasts so that other women of color just like you can find this podcast. I also have another favor to ask you. If you can, please take a screenshot of any episode of the Black Girl Business Bar podcast that you really love, that you really had an aha moment with or it resonated with you and share it on your socials so that we can reach more women of color who need this content just like you. You can also reach out to me personally at Khalida at blackgirlbusinessbar.com. And as always, friends, we're dropping episodes every Tuesday and we can't wait to see you back then.